Thank you for joining us today for Armchair Historians. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cannon. Armchair Historians is a Belgian Rabbit production. Stay up to date with us through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Wherever you listen to your podcast, that is where you'll find us. You can also find us at armchairhistorians.com. Also, won't you consider becoming a patron of the show? In an effort to keep Armchair Historians commercial-free, I have decided to work with Patreon. Now, if you mosey on over to www.patreon.com backslash armchairhistorians, that's historians with an S, you can find out more about supporting the show and about exclusive patron content that you will have access to. You can chip in anywhere from a dollar to $15 a month or just make a one-time donation. You will be helping me to keep the lights on. And if you can't make a donation, that's totally cool. I just hope you will continue to listen to our free podcast. Our guest this week is podcaster, writer, and New Yorker forever, Anik G. Her podcast, The Chillery, is a place to chill and talk about adulting, which, according to Anik, is like folding a fitted sheet and nobody talks anymore. We post, we tweet, we text. Come pull up with me, one adult to another, as we explore, review, analyze, and just simply chat about all things adult. Not only does Anik host her own podcast, she is also the author of two children's books. Sophia the Sensational and the Perfectly Perfect First Grader, The Day My Classroom Stood Still. Anik G, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am too. I'm really excited, especially because I know what you're going to talk about, your favorite history being. And I have to say that, um, well, I'm just going to ask you. uh, So, Anik, what is your favorite history? Wow. One of my favorite history, and it's probably recently because I learned to love it even more because I watched the Netflix series on it. But Madam C.J. Walker and her story, it's Uh empowering. It's exciting. It makes you want to go out and be like, yes. You know, it's very motivational. So that's my favorite part. Yeah, I want to tell you, I just binge watched the series uh, two days ago. And it was. Isn't it good? It's good. It's entertaining. Octavia Mm -hmm. Spencer, anything she does is amazing. Mm -hmm. But it was. You know, it, it was almost like it reminded me of uh, The Great Gatsby a little bit because of the way. Yeah, it, it did. Yes. Uh-huh. Same feel to it. And I like to be entertained when I'm learning. So that mm-hmm. was great. I really liked that. So why don't you tell us who um, Madam C.J. Walker is? Well, um, she's the first self-made millionaire, like female black woman millionaire. Um, and it started off with her just not being happy with her hair and wanting to make women of color feel beautiful, even with their hair, because their hair was different. And like, you know, all of the, if you look out in the world and what was like advertised, they didn't see themselves. So they never felt like themselves was beautiful. So she just was like, no, I'm going to make every woman feel beautiful. Even you and you, even your hair can be beautiful. And, um, it's very motivational. 
Something so I can was, connect to too, because hair is like a whole job too. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Well, a quick side note, I Ooh. I was a hairdresser for a long time. And my first job, I worked in um, uh-huh. a salon in downtown Cleveland and we did black hair. I yeah, had no yeah. excuse the French fucking clue. It was, at the time, it was at the time when Jerry curls were in. Yes, yes. And that is, that's a job too. Like getting those things to look so beautiful, like every curl and the definition in the curl. That's, yeah. that's the task. Well, I think that um, we've gotten better with hair products as far as being able to bring out the natural curl in people's hair. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and 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 also being able to do it every day. I think yeah. the products has gotten better because usually you put the product in, it's not something you can keep up every day. But I think now products make it where you can literally wash your hair, put it in, and it's like every day you can do that. It's yeah. manageable. Yeah. So um <clears throat> so that was and 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 Madam C J Walker's products were mm-hmm to that. They were part of that history. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't, what is her background? Where did she come from? Like, did she come into the world into a family of means or, you know, what was her background? Um, that's a good question. I, what I remember from what I've learned is that she, so she comes from like her family was, her mom and dad was slaves. And I believe she was the she was freed at when she got older and I mean, she was still very young. She married very young. Of course, everybody was married very young back in those days. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't until her first husband, she divorced from her first husband that she fell upon this opportunity that made her wanted to be like, I want to stop feeling bad about myself. I want to gain some new confidence in myself and I want to help other women like myself, you know, did the same thing. She wanted to take back power that she thought that she lost a long time ago. And she felt like her parents fought for her to have this like freedom and made it possible that she should use it to blow up. And that's exactly what she did. So she came from nothing is basically what you're saying. Basically nothing. And then she made something, she made everything on her and like she worked hard for everything she got in life. So. Right. So she was like a first generation uh, freed person. Yes. Yes. And so I love stories like this because it, it I'm hearing an echo now, but I love oh, yeah. stories like this. I love stories about strong women who are strong, strong women who accomplish things in their life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, especially somebody like Madam C.J. Walker, because how does that happen? Is that something that is genetically in you that you, you can, you know, look at your circumstances and yet rise above them without having, you know, a whole lot of role models around you that um, have done that and been successful because, you know, people were just trying to figure it out back then, right. Of how to live in the world with these new circumstances. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's always to me, I found like I feel like it's always a mystery on how people build their resilience, right? Because someone can like go through like hell and then they like all of a sudden this super strong person and they make like powerful moves. But then you can have somebody that can go through the same hell and then just kind of like deteriorate and disappear and doesn't do anything. So 
it's like resilience. How do you build that resilience and use that to grow and right. glow? <laughs> and, and glow. Uh, and it, it, it is, it does seem like you have to have an epiphanal moment, which comes across in the series, I think, is that, um, and, and one of the things that I found out after I watched the series that is that, who is that other woman that made the um, hair grow product that she was like her, um, her, her competition. Well, originally they started out as friends in the show, you know, they kind of portrayed it as, you know, they were always back and forth with each other, but they actually was really good friends. I had mm-hmm. to even like go back and fact check that. And they were really right. friends and, I, and they, I'm kind of annoyed that they had to depict their relationship as adversarial because from yeah. what I read, and I didn't read that much, I probably went to Wikipedia, but one of the things that it mm-hmm. said is that Madam um, C.J. Walker, the other woman was her mentor. Do you remember her name in the movie? I can't remember her name. It was, um, I can't remember her name. No, well, it wasn't even it. the correct name of the actual person. <laughs> yeah, so. it wasn't the correct. That's what I mean. It wasn't even the correct name you know they obviously it's a business right you got to like write stories that's going to be really engaging (laughs) but yeah it's like you always do got to fact check as well it wasn't even her real name and like it was a mentor and they were friends yeah um and i that relationship just kind of sour i mean i guess it's kind of hard when you have someone as a mentor and they and you guys are friends and you want to like go off on your own. I'm envisioning she probably got stuck in what she had wanted to achieve and maybe her friend didn't agree and felt like she was using me or betraying Mm -hmm. me. And um, maybe the way she went about things to be independent, but she had to do that. I mean, she was living for herself. Right. Um, And what's, I think what's even more sad about her story is um, I feel like, she became this, you know, millionaire and her daughter, she only had that one daughter and then the daughter never had children. So her legacy could even like continue to grow on, you know? Well, there was the one, the one girl that she, the daughter adopted, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The adopted daughter. But I, I was like talking about like, she doesn't have any like living blood thinking about like the genetic bloodline continuing and it's like it stopped that is sad yeah i think i think so too yeah oh boy um (laughs) but she did do a lot a lot of things and i loved the characters that also uh historical figures that also appeared in it um du bois who He's, he started the NAACP, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, that part. Yeah, yeah, I've learned a lot from that. That's what I was watching. I was like, wow, I didn't even know that. And oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, I didn't really know that and, until I actually, I, I had heard the name, but I didn't really know what his claim to fame was. And then who was the other yeah. one that, that wouldn't endorse her? It was the one with the um the first dollar stores, right? I kind of like, I'm forget his name too. Yeah, I know I'm terrible. See, that's why it's armchair historians. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what was his name? I don't know. What was his name again? <laughs> but I, I, I think we can all talk about history, and that's why I'm doing this because <clears throat> I think you know there's so many people that I talk to about different things in history, and 
Then there's the scholars who sometimes, unfortunately, I think they try to be the gatekeepers of history. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I yeah, think that, and be like, we own this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not, you know, there is no evidence of that. But there's, there's, there is all the facts, but there's also our connection to our history. And that's, yes. that's the energy that I'm trying to um, engage in my conversations with people. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, you know, in one of the ways, okay, so here's an example about me. I got really interested in the, um, the Tudor dynasty in England from watching the series that was out. I don't know. It was a long time ago, but um, so then Mm -hmm. I watched the series and tell me if you're the same way. So then I watched the series and then I had my tablet and I'd look up, on Google, well, did that really happen that way? You know, wherever my I do do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that. it's like you use your tablet or your phone, and you're like, wait a minute, let me fact check this. This actually happened? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a great way to learn about history. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can't swallow everything whole. There were some things in uh, Madam C.J. Walker. What was it called? Um, self-made. There oh, were yeah, things so. in there that weren't accurate, but I found that out by exploring it more. Mm-hmm. Made you want to fact check it for sure. Like even with her, the way, um, because in the story, I think even when her husband was cheating and it was like that one time he cheated and it was like, oh no, it's over. What I found out, what really happened is that he had multiple women in different cities and apparently they traveled separately lots of times. And that's how it opened doors to that, you know, infidelity. And and that that's why she was like, oh, no, I'm done, because it was like multiple times. And he had multiple cities with different women. Oh, I didn't know cities. that. I was so disappointed about that because I was like, yeah. oh, he's such a good guy. He loves yeah. her. And he, it made, what made me check is because I was like, this woman is under your nose. And it's like, how is this happening? And it's right under your nose. I'll be so disappointed. But it was kind of like the last straw. Yeah, uh, but I do. If if he was the person that he depicted him as, he did. Um, I think have an impact on her self esteem yeah. in a positive yes. way. And he did have an impact on you know supporting her through everything that she wanted to do. Right. All of that is true. He so, was just yeah. It's kind of disappointing how it ends. <laughs> it's okay. She managed though. She was she was fine. She stood up yeah. for herself and. She I think was, her mind was always set on one thing and she just never let it go. It's just that one right. thing. It was a dream. It was a dream and she was going to make it happen no matter what. Right. And no matter who, like, I don't care how much I love you. I can love you and still be like, absolutely not. You're not going to be in my life and mess up what I have going on. Right. I wish I was like that when I was younger. I, I don't know why I think coronavirus <laughs> and lockdown has made me reflect a lot on my life. And, you know, oh, I was because we have so much time in, inside. <laughs> I am just like, I, I do. I was such a jerk when it came to guys. And, you know, I wish I would have been more focused, like, you know, someone like a um, Madam CJ Walker. Like, I wish I was more focused when I was younger because I, you know, but we have to go through what we have to go through, right? Yeah, your experiences make you who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So that's, you know, and that's it. I think that everything we talked about and related to about her is what I'm trying to capture in uh, this podcast. So <clears throat> it's okay. Don't worry about it. I can, uh, <laughs> you know what I've been using. Um, so I do my podcast through Buzzsprout. And okay. How do you they, like it? It's good. And I did a lot of research before I landed on it. I have another podcast that I do that I started doing through um, SoundCloud or sounds. Yeah, is that what it is? Um, yes. I didn't know. So I, I heard a few people do their podcast with SoundCloud, but I thought it was just for music, like people who create music and write music. And that's music. why I wouldn't use it. I, mm -hmm. I didn't keep. I have the other one on there for this year and we'll see what happens next year. But this I, I started out using Buzzsprout. I really like them because they have a lot of great resources. Uh, they mm -hmm. do a podcast called, um, I think it's Buzzcast. And oh, okay. they do, they have a, a YouTube uh, thing that they do every Monday, I think. And they just have a lot of resources. But I totally lost my train of thought of what or, where I was going with this. Oh, so... One of the things that they, they offer is it's an extra $4 a month, I think, is, and they bill you monthly. That's the other thing that I can't, they don't have like a discount if you pay for a year, which I mm -hmm. kind of don't like because I'd rather get the discount and not have to worry about it yeah. for a That's year. But, yeah. um, so $4 a month, they have this thing called Magic Master, I think it's called. And so what you do is when you upload it, they remaster it. And so any sounds in the oh, background, they can take away. It just automatically does that. So like whatever that sound is, will probably not be in Hold there. on one second. Can you close the door? It's my little two-year-old fussing because oh he my wants goodness! To so you, how see many kids see who I'm talking to? I have three, so I have eleven and a twelve-year-old. Oh, They're not here right now, but the two-year-old he's very demanding, and um, usually because we're in quarantine, he knows if you're at the computer talking, you're talking to someone, and he's like, "You're talking to someone without me, and that's a problem." <laughs> so he's constantly trying to sneak out here to see because he feels like everyone who calls should be calling for him. That's right. Well, that's the universe does revolve around him. And don't let him get hold of your phone because he definitely knows how to use it. He knows how to FaceTime and he knows how to call who he wants to call. So oh my goodness. He, lots of my um, siblings, because he loves his uncles, I have uh, seven siblings. Oh my and goodness. most of them are boys. Yes, and most of them are boys. And he calls them all on the phone because he likes Isn't, them all. Yeah, they that's all, nice. So that's a great <laughs> way to have relationships. Um, yeah, I have five siblings, so I'm not too far behind you. But yeah, yeah, that's that's close. <laughs> it's close. And I do have, like my great nephew now, he's able, his mom set it up. So through uh, Facebook, he can call certain people. He can FaceTime oh, certain yeah. people. Yeah, they have that for the kids now to do. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So sometimes he'll call me, which is fun because I get to see him a lot more than I otherwise would. We're going to stop here for today, but be sure to join us next week for part two of the interview. I really enjoyed this interview on so many levels, but mostly because it exemplifies the epitome of what Armchair Historians is. It's a conversation that starts with history. The jumping off point for the conversation is a historical person, 
place, time, and or event. In this case, the Netflix series Self Made starring Octavia Spencer was that jumping off point. It started with a conversation about the series and then of course about the historical figure Madam C.J. Walker and then it led to this a spontaneous conversation about what it is about Madam C.J. Walker that is so compelling, what it is about Madam C.J. Walker that we can relate to our own lives, and then the conversation goes into our own lives. And that's how it is with armchair historians. To find out more about Anik G. and Madam C.J. Walker, be sure to check out our episode notes. Thanks for joining us and have a great week.